Section 1 of Understanding English Cathedrals, Terminology, Architecture, Organization, and Personnel. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by David Wales. Understanding English Cathedrals, Terminology, Architecture, Organization, and Personnel by Esther Singleton and others. Section 1. Pratt the cathedral establishment and its officers the term cathedral is often erroneously supposed to refer to a church building of the first architectural rank in reality architecture has nothing whatever to do with the use of the word nor has the size or importance of the city in which the church is located a cathedral is simply a church the more correct usage is cathedral church which contains the bishop's chair or throne his cathedra and which thus becomes the ecclesiastical centre of the diocese when this chair is established in any church the title cathedral is rightfully claimed by that church and if the chair were to be transferred elsewhere the title cathedral would be transferred with it dignity then rather than size or splendour constitutes a church's claim to be called a cathedral the cathedral establishments of england are so varied in the details of their history and in their manner of administration that a thorough study of each capitular body would in itself require a volume but certain general statements may be made concerning them they may be regarded broadly in three classes one those of the old foundation which were early founded as cathedrals were served by secular clergy instead of monks and not being affected by the dissolution of monasteries under henry the eighth have had an uninterrupted existence as cathedrals they are proud of the distinction of original foundations the nine cathedrals reckoned in this class are chichester exeter hereford lichfield lincoln london st paul's salisbury wells and york note an easy way of identifying any churches of the old foundation is this if the non-resident canons have the title of prebendaries they are members of a cathedral of the old foundation the modern dignitary of honorary canon was created in order that all other cathedrals might have a body of clergy corresponding to the prebendaries of the ancient cathedrals sweeting End note two those of the new foundation which being churches attached to a monastery and served by monks were closed at the dissolution of monasteries by henry the eighth but were refounded with deans and canons the thirteen cathedrals of this class are bristol canterbury carlisle chester durham ely gloucester norwich oxford peterborough rochester winchester and worcester it is an interesting fact that in eight of this class the church which was refounded was not only the church of its monastery but also the cathedral church of the diocese hence known as a monastic cathedral in these monastic cathedrals the chapter consisted of the abbot or in his absence the prior and the monks and the chapter elected the bishop of the diocese who was ex officio the abbot of the house in the abbot's absences necessarily frequent the prior was the actual local superior and had all the honorific privileges of an abbot the title of lord prior and in some cases as at canterbury he had a seat in the house of lords as spiritual with the mitred abbots 
the eight monastic cathedrals were canterbury carlisle durham ely norwich rochester winchester and worcester it will be seen that though these are called of the new foundation their history as cathedrals has been continuous except during a brief interval at the dissolution three those of modern foundation which have been founded as cathedrals of newly made dioceses in comparatively recent years these are ten in number and include a founded by queen victoria liverpool manchester newcastle ripon st albans southwell truro and wakefield b founded by edward the seventh birmingham and southwark of these ripon and southall were important medieval collegiate churches which when a new diocese was formed readily suggested themselves as suitable locations for a bishop's throne manchester newcastle wakefield and st albans the latter originally monastic but not a monastic cathedral were in use as parish churches and of sufficient dignity to become ecclesiastical centres of the new dioceses neither truro nor liverpool had a church building suitable for a cathedral but truro has lately completed a large and handsome structure and liverpool pending the construction of a cathedral of great size and importance uses a parish church of the city southwark and birmingham were founded during the present reign the former had been a medieval collegiate church at one time monastic while the parish church of st philip at birmingham of the queen anne period is for the present in use as the cathedral of the newly founded diocese westminster abbey which was a cathedral for ten years only fifteen forty to fifteen fifty would naturally be classed with those of the new foundation since it was monastic it is now a royal peculiar deriving its authority like st george's windsor solely from the sovereign and is not under the jurisdiction of any bishop or archbishop the officers of a cathedral establishment are not designated by the same name in all churches and their functions also vary somewhat but a general classification may be made footnote while the archbishops and bishops are not strictly speaking officers of the cathedral establishment yet some knowledge of their relation to the church seems necessary to an understanding of the administration of the cathedral system End note the archbishop of canterbury is the highest ecclesiastical dignitary of the english church under the sovereign and the first peer of england next to the royal family he has the supreme authority in ecclesiastical matters subject to the sovereign and bears the title of grace and most reverend father in god he writes himself archbishop by divine providence in distinction from the bishop whose style is by divine permission there are two archbishops but the archbishop of canterbury is primate of all england while the archbishop of york is called the primate of england in accordance with an early decision rendered as to the supremacy of the two provinces of canterbury and york following a long series of disputes for precedence among the archbishop of canterbury's privileges are the crowning of the sovereign the holding of several courts as the court of arches and the prerogation court the probate of wills and an official staff composed of bishops the bishop of winchester being his chancellor the bishop of salisbury his precentor the bishop of worcester his chaplain etc 
the archbishop of york has the oversight of sixteen northern provinces and in parliament takes precedence of all peers except the archbishop of canterbury and the lord chancellor the duties of the archbishops are to their respective provinces and of the archbishop of canterbury to the entire church the duty of the bishop is to his particular diocese the duty of the archdeacon is to the bishop when inducted into office the archbishop is said to be enthroned the bishop is consecrated and invested each of the two archbishops has his own see in addition to his wider field in which he acts as bishop the bishop is the chief ecclesiastical dignitary of the diocese whose duties are to confirm to ordain priests to consecrate other bishops and to visit the churches under his care he is nominally elected by the dean and chapter of his cathedral but the choice is invariably made by the crown on the death of a bishop according to ancient usage the dean and chapter certify the sovereign thereof in chancery and beg leave to make election Conge de Lira. The sovereign grants the permission, sending the license under the great seal, at the same time sending the name of the person who, and none other, is to be elected. Hence the appointment is in reality by the crown. In the making of a bishop these steps are necessary, election, confirmation, consecration, and investiture the bishop on election becomes a peer of the realm a lord spiritual and as such is summoned to parliament in the house of lords the bishops sit next to the archbishop of york the bishop of london first durham second winchester third and the rest in the order of the founding of their respective sees the bishop is styled lord and right reverend father in god in signing official documents he uses his christian name or initials together with the latin name of his see or its abbreviation for example the present archbishop who is also the bishop of canterbury dr randall davidson signs randall cantoir the bishop of london the rev a f winnington engram signs a f london york signs at present cosmo ebor the bishop has no authority in his own cathedral strange as it may seem less than in any church of his diocese he is received there as a guest by the dean and chapter and may be invited by them to preach the dean is master of the cathedral but is without authority in the diocese the archdeacon is the special adviser and executive officer of the bishop in his care of the diocese and is sometimes called the bishop's eye his appointment is of the bishop, and he has the oversight of certain archdeaconries in the diocese. Like the archbishop and the bishop, he has no necessary connection with the cathedral establishment, except in the case of those archdeacons who are at the same time holders of canonries. The archdeacon of Maidstone in Kent, for example, is at the same time a canon of Canterbury, and as such a member of his governing chapter while the Bishop of Dover is, at the same time, an Archdeacon of Canterbury and a Canon of the Cathedral. The Dean of the Cathedral is the recognized head of the establishment. He is virtually an ecclesiastical magistrate and the head of the chapter. The name Dean is derived from Decanus, ten, the number over which a Dean formerly presided.
The dean and chapter constitute the governing body of the cathedral, but the dean himself is a sole corporation, and as such may receive and transfer estates. He is appointed by the crown, and is expected to reside in his cathedral city at least eight months of every year. In churches of the old foundation, there are four chief dignitaries, the dean, the precentor, the chancellor, and the treasurer. But in those of the new foundation, there is but one principal dignitary, the dean, and his precentor is a minor canon, not a member of the chapter. The income of an English dean varies from £500 at Chichester to £3,000 at Christchurch, Oxford. The canons are clergymen connected with the church and ordering their lives according to its canons. They conduct the services of the cathedral and receive a fixed salary therefore. With the dean they constitute the chapter. They advise with the dean, and in his absence one of them, the canon in residence, acts in his place. Each is required to be in residence for a certain appointed period each year, and during that time to preach and, in general, arrange for the daily services of the church. The term of residence is often three months, and the remainder of the year may be occupied elsewhere, as desired. Certain canonries, at Ely, for example, carry with them a professorship at Cambridge, Five out of the six canonries at Oxford are annexed to professorships at Oxford and Cambridge, respectively. The masters of Pembroke College, Oxford, and of Corpus Christi, Cambridge, are canons of Gloucester and Norwich, respectively, in right of their office. Canterbury has six canons, two of whom are archdeacons. Durham has six, one of whom is an archdeacon. Winchester has four, and two are archdeacons, Lincoln the same. The precentor, in churches of the old foundation, ranks second only to the dean. He is a canon, and is responsible for the order of the daily musical services, having the assistance of a sub-chanter, or sub-center. In churches of the new foundation, however, the office ranks quite otherwise, and is held by a minor canon, who is not a member of the chapter. The Chancellor is a canon who, in churches of the old foundation, acts as secretary and librarian to the chapter, and has his assistant. Originally his duties were to govern the schools, correct the books, keep the chapter seal, to prepare letters and charters, and to note the readers at the table. With the precentor and treasurer, he ranked as one of the chief dignitaries of the church. The treasurer, in churches of the old foundation, is a canon who is responsible for the possessions of the church, including the funds, the plate, and the vestments. His assistant is called the sacrist. Minor canons are subordinate clergy, connected with the establishment, who are chosen especially for their musical abilities. The vested choir, which leads the cathedral services, is variously constituted and vested in the different cathedrals, and its members are variously designated lay clerks, vicar's choral, singing men, singing boys, etc. The verger is the sexton, and also carries the rod of office before the archbishop, bishop, dean, or canon in residence, whenever they enter or leave the church, and in solemn processions. In all large cathedrals there is a head verger with a staff of assistants. End of section one.